Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, picks, previews, bets, one and done. We got it all for you. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, smash the like button to the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and give me a pick to win this event. If you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you enjoy about this show, almost like a mini ad for anyone who might stumble across it. You'll be in a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. Jeff Feinberg, the winners from last week of the giveaways, $100. Brian J. Young of $25 from a Twitter giveaway, Big Josh Sorensen. And the $20 winners, Windigo, J. Guthrie, 2000, CSMED, WW Hughes, 10, Meth X Man, 2004, and Singy, 18. All winners, unlike us. Yeah, good tournament, great tournament, good guys at the finish line. Yeah, oh, it was a long day. I'm tired. Did you bet? You had the energy for the open. Did Did you bet your guy top five, Tony? No. Should have bet him top five. We talked. I, I was really hating myself because at the uh, where were we two weeks ago? Right, Tory where Pines? me and yeah, Tori. I, I, people were even joking with me. You said on the Tory show, he's winning one of the next three events. I was sort of going from Tory to through Riviera. And I was like, how did I not like ride that? And you know, you bet a guy at Tory, you're not going to bet a guy to like play well at Phoenix, despite the history. Uh, no, but I was cheering for him. I wanted the jokes to end. One of the jokes is going to die. Like the web second place joke that I like to make. And I, I, I you know. I made the joke on multiple accounts last week. Uh, I wish I had a market that would give me exact finish, web, second place. Not each way, literally exact second place. Um, happy for him. What a finish. I feel bad for Tony. You saw the kids. You saw the family. Those kids, are, he's got like so many kids, the Mormon in him. How many kids does he have? There's like four or five of them. Is and a couple a, of them are so, like. So he's golf, Philip Rivers? Yeah. Yeah. And he's all around good guy too. And he can't win. And there were like eight. <laughs> I feel bad. The kids are like, a couple of them are like seven and eight years old. So they, they just want to run on the green. They see four-year-old kids do it that don't even know what it means. Give them their turn, Tony. But great way. I mean, hit the putt. The OT putt felt like it was like in the bag. Because, we, you know, you saw Webb on. When Webb gets on a heater, like, they go uh, Streelman-like. Like, he, he, go, he goes scorching, and it just felt like he was on the same side of the hole. It was like a five-foot shorter putt. But here's one thing. Kyle Shanahan-esque, Pat. From the moment, the moment Webb put it in the water on 15, he outscored Tony two under par, two to even. They both evened 15 with uh, Buddy. One of them went in the water. And then uh, they both par 16. And then Webb birdie birdie, and then three under par. If you want to count the 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 the, 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 the playoff, the sad part is I jumped in on Bubba live. You caught a little piece, right? Something. Yeah, there. I got I got because it was the top three each way. Ended up coming third because Justin Thomas came with a real Matt Kuchar esque performance from Justin Thomas storming up the leaderboard. Hideki too. I ended up losing the one and done. The three of us play with Xander, who I think was winning by like seven strokes on everyone that's going pretty, into the final round. That's pretty funny. That, that, was, that was bad news. 
Uh, however, Bubba had a putt for Eagle. Eagle. Missed the putt for Eagle. I don't know what the hell he was doing on 16. And then the next putt, he missed a par putt. Didn't he? Yes, he missed yeah. the par putt on 16. But do you see the, the tee shot on 16? Some of it I didn't see. I don't know. You no, know, it was like a... I don't know what he was... He was trying to play like a worm burner into 16? Like a hooking roll-up that bounced before the green? I don't know what the hell he was There's doing. There's a lot going on. But he misses the eagle putt, then he misses the par putt. And that's basically the end of it. And he had a birdie putt on 18 as well. Just hit one of those... Hit two of those putts. And they're all very makeable putts. And all of a sudden, you're in the playoff? Uh, yeah, and here's the thing, Webb. First, first strokes gained Tita Green at, at a place like Torrey Pines. Comes to Phoenix, great run, and he'll be very live at the Riv. Incredibly live. And even the member, I think I said on the show last week, even though two weeks ago said Tony's going to win one of the next three, last week I said, don't we kind of want Tony to just shoot 15 over par? We get the best numbers possible at the Riv. Now it's like he, he does, he's doing it again. We're like, the numbers are going to go back to... to the other place. I can't imagine that he's going to be anything worse than 25 to 1 well, Riv next is, week. But it's going to be, gonna be Tiger and Rory, Rory and all Brooks, those guys. Brooks coming. Brooks is coming? Brooks coming. Well, he needs to get out of Saudi Arabia. Didn't play well. Uh, didn't play well. No one there saw it. Don't worry. Well, we saw it on TV. Embarrassing. Uh, I don't know. Go there for five seconds. McDowell, like, luck sacked everything and then was nails McDowell because he's great in a moment. Imagine talking about Graham McDowell on a semi-popular golf podcast at 80 to 1 and then not betting it. Oh, you said course you, I know. you called it I out, know. man. I was I didn't think he was gonna win. Uh, like, it makes yeah. sense, but no. No. Yeah, I didn't even mean to, to go there to bring it up. But honestly, Dustin was he didn't even play well. He played like less than decent. He came second. Couldn't get there. He couldn't hit a putt for his freaking life. Through all the days, through all the days, and now we're here at his baby, so I don't know. It's not really his baby. He won here like twice 10 years ago. All right, Narrative Street, broken, thank you. Out of the gate. He, you're not getting any odds break on him. Nope. Uh, listen, I went Canadian Open heavy the year we we, we died on, on versus Ted Potter. No, I didn't die on that. I won on that. I died. <laughs> I was counting. That, that's like a day you're counting it before first tee. Keith Mitchell got his top 20. And as someone pointed out to me, his top 20 was worth more than a ROM or JT outright bet. That happens all the time. Which is kind of funny to think of in that Our, perspective. Yeah, but but I, I ended up hedging out of my Super Bowl bet. We I talk, saw you that tweet. Like, bet and just crush me, uh, man. That's what he does on I Sunday. I know. <laughs> it's so pathetic. He's becoming the new Hoffman. Golf Channel birdies? He does love a, he loves a Thursday birdie. Friday birdies? Golf Channel birdies? But can't can't make birdies when network TV? Because he said made some birdies coming home Saturday, but I don't know. TV just showed them to us like barely. Um, another guy, before we really get into it, because we were on the Keith Mitchell almost caught it, and I guess he caught that T20 for some people. Uh, but I was hoping we could even catch that top five. He, he made enough birdies. It was nice for DraftKings. Chesson Hadley also made enough birdies to be at the top of the leaderboard. He just happened to make a lot of double, triple, and regular bogeys to go along with it. There's another guy, though, Pat. Had a nice little day. Any love for you? On Sunday? Luke List wants some people some money. Luke List did a lot of his damage by chipping in from around the green. Yeah. Things you don't know when you're, you know, it's Super Bowl Sunday. We're yeah. giving our... 
uh, you know, the multi TV's given, and I'm not really stat tracking. Is he? I'm seeing those putts though. He's not in the field. No, he's gained strokes putting in his past two events, which is just shocking for Luke List. Maybe he figured out how to putt. I don't know. Remember when Webb couldn't putt? Now he's like the best putter on the planet. Okay, and when did we start? The first moment Webb could putt again was the week he lost to Hideki here. What? Where we? Phoenix. Oh yeah, that's right. That was like what? What? Woo! Woo! He's back. He putts. I got energy. I didn't think I'd have. Let's go. Yeah, you're you're all fired. Do you want to talk about the Super Bowl at all? Really annoyed me. You want you want a bunch of money just like Paul on the anthem, so you can't be too mad. Listen, tips are reliable. Um, the prop. I peaked at the anthem. I peaked. That was my moment. That was your night. And it was that all was like my this? moment because that was like you know for the circle, all you know my circle of trust of watching the game with you know you know got the word out to you guys like I did to them, and how do I put this? Like I was real fired up. You know, it's like uh, it was like my curtain jerker for the night, and that was like my momentum. Like, and then I just died. Like my energy. Like I topped out on that. I didn't even watch it. I'm up on the porch getting fresh air. Oh, the anthem. Yeah. I thought you meant the Super Bowl. That's a long break outside. <laughs> no, if you're watching the Super Bowl alone. Were you watching it alone? No. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that big of a loser. I had to watch it with my wife and newborn child last year. Okay, that's like different. You literally like just had, had, the, baby. Just had the baby that you planned perfectly for content purposes. Output purposes. Correct. You animal. Um, the, the next one, not planned accordingly with yeah. content purposes just happen to be very lucky for where the due date is going to fall there we go yeah um so i, no, I, I wasn't I, I, might take, I might take a hit for like pga championship but right? i like just peak my energy i was so happy after that because you know whatever you crush it books want to take it that's fine it's like betting the royal rumble and knowing the winner uh i, I don't know i'm disappointed in the 49ers because i bet them and now, you know, I got to deal with the winners forever. Or even if they lost, they're still my freaking problem. But I, I don't big, know. Big night for Tim, mentioned by Freezing Cold Takes on his gloating of the 49ers winning when they were winning. He called it. Did you know that? You might want, like, the Super Bowl has not been kind to his bold proclamations mid-game. You'd think he might want to sit one of these out. Did you see this live percentage stat where Shanahan was Kyle Shanahan like with the Falcons to win live odds and uh last night yeah. like historically it was, like, it was over 95% win probability on both that's second and five with about six minutes to go you just run until they can't stop it anymore man if I was a four I'm not a 49er fan I just had a great early start and it was before kickoff so yeah Thought I had it, man. Thought they tamed that beast. But he's so beastly. So fucking cool. Oh, and the Mahomes first TD. Jushkovich, which talked up on our Super Bowl show. Yeah, Davis talked me out of it on the prop show. But I talked you into it. I know, but then Davis talked me out of it. What did I say the biggest key was? This guy, like, they line him up everywhere. And the fact that they did not put him on, like, they didn't do anything with him in the previous playoff games meant it was all about to happen for the guy. But then Davis had told me that the last game that he went to, like, in Kansas City was 49ers at Kansas City last year, and they had run the wheel route play with use check. And I was like, well, they're not going to do that again. I'm not going to use him. Kansas City's going to be savvy to that. Nope. 
don't know. They just do use him in different ways, and they caught him. And there was a moment where he was like a half yard away from being the front runner for MVP. <laughs> but six to one for the anytime, twenty to one for the 49er first team. Team. Well, a lot of first. people bet him first touchdown, and then that's all they bet. Yeah. So sometimes on a number that be, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a kick fine. in the nuts. But you're also betting first touchdown, just like sort of like. It's such a better, like, psychopath that we know will bet the, the coin toss. Yeah, at juiced money. But it's that's sort of like betting the coin. Like, you want, like, a nice fun bet that, like, can pay back, like, early. Like, you know, you're yeah, starting. Like, I, I, like I, the I, opening match of the pay-per-view. Let's go. It's my first touchdown bet. Yeah, I had Demarcus Robinson, who didn't have a target in the game. But he I, was he was on the field for I, three of their four red zone plays, though. I had born. That's all I wanted. Oh, fingers bleeding. How'd your fingers start to bleed? I don't know. I had born. You hit it off the side of the table? No, no, just whatever. I'm trooper, man. Pick a scab off? Or no, something? it was scabless. I know what happened. I think I pierced skin earlier, and it was leaking slowly. And now I just noticed. Uh, Do we need to get you a I, tissue? No, I'm good. Are you sure? I like the taste. You're not gonna like bleed out over there? No. Get blood all over. Yeah, do you need? Do you need assistance? <laughs> I guess is the question. I'm money, bro. Uh, so the. Biggest one that I ended up putting down on, and it was one that Davis and I talked about on the Friday show, was there was this weird prop on Bodog and Bovada that was hole-in-ones at the Phoenix Open versus roughing the passer penalties. And by the time we recorded the show, it was already one nothing hole-in-ones, and it was still up there. And then it was 2 nothing hole-in-ones, and it was still up there at minus 120. And then Webb made his on Saturday, and it just went away. Like... No, no one had access to get it anymore. But, like, it's going to be a theme, uh, especially with certain books that we talk about for this week of this tournament. That's, my brain was just going as you were saying that. The books you might have mentioned, you may or may not have mentioned, they could be asleep at the wheel while someone's just racking up strokes. Listen, when you're on your lunch on Friday afternoon, or maybe you're taking two minutes in the, you know, when you're in the, uh, you take your breaks. Check out, just give uh, that, them a whirl. Yeah, because they, they might offer something. And apparently, Pat, Friday night, like till late, they were like, had like a web 40 to one. Or No, what am I thinking? I something big. There was something big. Maybe that was last week then. I don't know. They're always asleep at the wheel. Maybe yeah. it was Xander. Sorry, maybe they had a stupid Xander number up late last week. When I caught Ted Potter here the year that he won, the only reason was he was tied for the lead and he was 125 to one on Saturday. Like he was just at Monterey Point. There's no shot tracker. No one's paying attention. Monterey Peninsula, sorry. But he's just, he's made like nine birdies in a row. It's like, well, I don't think that he's going to win, but these odds are wrong. He should be like 14 to one. Can I also say something based on what we just saw at the, uh, the Bob Hope American Express where Landry won? As something I'm sure you'll talk about, the course rotation here, and we'll get into it in greater detail. We'll have the stars at Pe- we'll work for the stars to be at Pebble on Saturday, and kind of like Landry was not in the star on the yeah he was not course. in the st- he was not in the star. He wing. had that easier run on Nicholas, and a lot of people were t- keen on that on the Friday night, and we're still getting him at big numbers in it, and um, he obviously put himself in a great position going into Sunday, and ended up winning. So uh, yeah. This week especially is probably something to keep an eye on. Uh, but me and you, I, I know for me personally, uh, for getting, getting away from the broadcast aspect of it or even 
I, even the stat tracker aspect, I can't stand multi-course events. It's a low exposure week. At least with, I don't mind Torrey Pines because it's two oh, courses. Very That's different. different. Yeah, very different. And they both offered unique things. Like one of them is a super easy course. One of them is really hard. They have different grass types. This one is just a shit show. So you have three courses in play this week. 156 players in the field. You rotate the three courses before there's a cut, then you go to the weekend. I still believe it's top 60 in ties, because that was the old cut rule. Not 100% on that. You know how it shifted to top 65 and no MDF. This one was always top 60 and no MDF. I imagine that will remain because of its circumstances. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was for the American Express. Because they have 20 um, teams, pro-am teams, play on Sunday. And that's the whole, like, you can read my column. It's up on DK Playbook right now, but... There are certain players that seem to play well in these sort of events. Like, it's it's hard to come out of nowhere and, like, having not played in, like, a real pro-am before. Like, they're, like, seven-hour rounds. It's horrible. Yeah. And the coverage is horrendous. At least when you have the star groups at the other courses. So you have Monterey Peninsula, you have Spyglass Hill, and Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach is the only one that has, like, shot link and cameras everywhere. Like, when you get the updates when you're watching Golf Channel, you're going to see the majority of players at Pebble Beach. Obviously, the U.S. Open was just there. Wouldn't expect it to play quite as tough as the U.S. Open did. I think we're back to the regular rotation now. No, we got Chris Berman's playing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Bill Belichick, too, probably. He usually plays in this. A lot of... Listen, this is the big one. This is is not the American Express Pro-Am. No, this is like, yeah, this this is big. Big time. You get your check-in on Alfonso Ribeiro for once every you know, three three times a year. This is one of them. Yeah, but he's even, like, the lowest-tier celebrity. Like, he's just lucky that he's, like, affiliated himself, like, to Smart. the PGA. Savvy brand. move. Yeah, no, I'm not agreeing. But, like, the like this is, like, an A-list thing, like, right? It's, like, A-list. It depends on the B, year. B, a, B, but, no, okay. A, depends your thing on A-list. Like, it depends how hardcore you are. We're going to get an awesome, like, Clint Eastwood interview at some point where like you can't oh, like, he's just talking. I we all love Clint Eastwood really slowly, but it makes like you 90. wonder how they film the movies. I, I have no idea. I maybe he's just like the maybe mule he's just was acting. his most recent acting role, probably right. Yeah, but he just directed that movie about the Atlanta bomber. He oh, directed yeah, the movie. I didn't see it. Like yet. directing's a big job. I know good. he does like one take for everything, but still. Yeah, I don't know stuff. because he's also like in the chair, like <laughs> like it's literally like it's like um, shucks. What movie is it? Where it's like the tiniest little head on the body is like the Mario Brothers or something. Oh, you're thinking of Goomba or oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or the Koopa from the Mario Brothers movie. That's kind of like listen. not to be confused with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show <laughs> with Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> no. <laughs> So yeah, no, and Clint's a legend, but some of these, yeah, it's just whatever. Is there Good any is there anything more excruciating in golf than the player and the celebrity going to hang with Faldo and Nance? I think it's on sixteen, whatever that stupid par three is on Sunday or on Saturday, and you see like one shot, then it's this like ten minute interview. You have some fucking country guy strumming his guitar, and it's like you want to kill yourself. So I hate this tournament. It is my least favorite tournament of the year. At least with the American Express, no one cares. So like the and the celebrities that end up going there are not like real celebrities. They're like it's more like corporate. It's like vice president it's of corporate. Deutsche Bank, yeah, like that kind like of thing. Corporate. And you have those guys this week too. Like the guy that Paul Casey with has played with the past two years. Some like 
financial guy. And he's like yeah, Paul a lot of them. best friend. Yeah, and Phil's always played with like the KPMG guy, and uh, Snedeker's always playing with that same rich guy from Vanderbilt who plays with the yellow ball. DA points sure to be playing with Mr. Murray. Once yeah, again. you get Murray, and you know they all have their regular partners, and you get uh, you know Huey Lewis and Andy Garcia, and it's like the full slate of like guys that had like, Rogers, yeah. Alex Smith probably can't play. Timberlake probably plays. I don't think or, Timber. I don't think Timberlake plays this one. He played in the Euro one last year. I think he played in like the Scottish Open. Program. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Him and Rose were partners. I don't. I don't know, but uh, I'm sure it's a good time and lucky to all those guys. It seems like a real sounds fun. Like if you can do Carson Daly, I think one last year says greatest achievement in his life, like better than like is. Oh, Chris Harrison, member at Pebble Beach, he'll be playing host of The yeah. Bachelor. And you get all those guys. You get a lot of those like TV, like those MSNBC hosts. Like you get a lot of just every Berman. everywhere. McDowell plays with his dad. I think we're probably like yeah, boring people now with like because this tournament dropping. sucks. It's unwatchable. Sunday's not bad. Sunday's fun. No, you are right. It is on Saturday. Is okay. This is unfortunate because there are moments when I feel like I want to have this rant, and it's going to feel so much more amplified going into a week like this and with how this week plays out coverage wise. Uh, actually, I don't want to go on this. Do it. I'm uh, just saying we all watch sports. We watch all the leagues, all of them. There is not a fan base that is serviced less than us. Than us. There's not a sport league fan base in the world that considers itself major. That's not that. That is less service than us. CFL fans got it better than us. I mean it, Pat. Service me. Under the table if you have to, but I don't give a shit. Like, it's annoying. I love the tour. I love these guys. I love the sport. I I I love watching the best players play. I love playing myself. I love betting on it. I love it all. Service me better. Call me. I could tell you how to service me. I think they know. It's not like this has not been talked about for the past, like, four years. I understand it. I'm not even... Then this one in particular is especially egregious. And it's a tougher setup. No, I'm not even talking courses, about... All that. But this, the actual... Uh, that's why I didn't want to go in that no, no, rant this no, week. Because no. I, I know this is its own special monster in the three courses. But no, I just, Not even with the three courses. The, sa- the Saturday at this course, there should be two feeds. One where Nance is talking to, like, pseudo-celebrities who suck at golf. And the other one where we want to watch, where I can tune up and be like, oh, J.B. Holmes, I mean... Probably a bad example. Ke- also, Kevin, not a bad example. Um, I just mean... Nick Watney. He's on 16. I have him in my head-to-head versus whoever. Just let me press a button so I can watch that feed and see Nick Watney. I know, I know, I know. I could go there all day because I lost a lot of money betting on Ann to beat Piercy. And the weekend was bad. And there were so many chances to do it. Ann's just... Uh, and, and realistically should have won yesterday. <laughs> he had so many, like... One of these days, he's just going to make all of the 18-footers in the world. And not, like, three-putt half of them. It'll feel like Woodland's U.S. Open, maybe. Yeah. Kind of. Like, just all of a sudden, they're all going like, in. What the fuck? Everything? And I guarantee you, I will not have money on Vyond Hunan that week. Um... What I wanted, because I really felt bad doing that rant this week, because I understand, uh, like, logistically this week, I understand why it's a clusterfuck. But last week at Phoenix at a staple event, Patrick, why on earth, like, this Mickey Mouse app, I don't, it's got, like, that it can't even service me when I want to score. 
Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I, I, I could rant about the logistics and us wanting to see every shot, but I am literally going to the, to the nut low of how I need to be serviced at the bare minimum, and they can't even meet that right now. It's pissing me off. I don't know what was going on with the shot tracker people on Sunday morning because everything was just off. Oh, he's right the app the doesn't even fucking work, man. It's, it's like they don't understand. The app it's check- like they don't know people like them. And people want to know what they're doing. Does the app just randomly close on you all the time like it does for it me? It does horrible things. I do like to stream the uh, the radio feed through it, though. Love that, the That's radio. a good feature. That's the best feature they have, Pat. I Honestly, the radio feed, I'm happy to, like, go do an errand outside. I, it's, like, force me to, like, just listen on the radio, doing some shoveling. Peace of mind. I swear to God. It's, like, tranquil at times. I'm not even kidding. I'm a loser. Got to make sure it's going to be – there's a lot of snow. I got to make sure the drains are clear around my house you don't want to flood like i'm a dad i don't know loser shit like that well, let's get into the actual course i think i'm gonna have kenny kim on the end of the week good just to talk golf why not because really- this is such a clusterfuck it's hard to put things together oh, yeah like showdown head-to-head betting it's like nothing let's do it yeah put yeah give so, kenny so, so we're not gonna be talking about that we'll just be talking about golf in general I like those shows. They're Kenny fun. was hot. Kenny enjoyed the halftime more than anybody in America, I think. You think so? <laughs> I enjoyed the halftime. It was fantastic. So there are three courses in play, like we alluded to. Uh, everyone's going to play them the first three rounds, cut after 54 holes. Then everyone gets Pebble on Sunday. Pebble's the only one, like I mentioned, with cameras, with shot link data. So when you're doing your research from this course, you probably want to throw. I'm not saying throw out the U.S. Open. Like there's probably stuff you can glean from that. But it's not, it's a completely different circumstance. But what I want to say, just to go back there, because I'm happy to relive it every single time, forever, is that when we talked about the US Open, people were like, let's throw away Pebble. And I know it was limited, but Gary had some amazing on Pebble average. Rounds, he had the best. Uh, he had the best. And, and people Xander kind of second, just yeah. kind of scoffed at it because it wasn't set up like so different. Gary won't even know the course. It was sort of like the I'm not buying that notion, which I, I don't really disagree with the logic. Why well, I, I don't think it was necessary. But I, I, I think it was only three rounds I was know, the thing. So the sample wasn't big enough. But there was still a number out there and people just said to poo-poo it. But I, I you're right. You're right. And I, I – sure. I just like any time to mention Gary Woodland won. And why the F isn't he here? He played last week. What does he care? I don't know. Any time to w- sit on yeah, that. Yeah, he, he only had three rounds at Pebble Beach before. Any time to sit on that, uh, wrinkle, that wrinkled wooden fence one more time. It's crappy that this is the tournament because everyone loves Pebble Beach so much. That'd be nice. Just, just play all four rounds there. Who cares? I don't know. They're into what they do. And, like, Spyglass is a really nice course. Monterey is a really nice course. But have some other event for those ones. It see, must be quite... To like, you get a ticket there, you could, like, walk Monterey with, like, nobody. There's, like, probably five more people that walk in Monterey than there were in Saudi Arabia. 
No, or are they just closed? Because there's I, not I, even room for galleries. I don't. I don't know. We never like. We only see like handy cam footage of. Yeah. Here's what happened 35 minutes ago. And you see a few people out there, but to me, that's like the wives of the players are like they're like an inner circle or members of the course that are allowed out there. But like, there's no actual general. I have no idea. But it seems like a beautiful time, beautiful part of the country. All beautiful courses. A lot of variables in play. Yeah, so for stats this week, it's really hard to hammer down on. They could all be really easy. If the wind picks up, they could all be really hard. That's the one, like, even when you go back, and I have all of the past 10 years of data and how difficult these courses have played in my column, like last year, Pebble Beach, non-U.S. Open style, was like the 10th hardest course on tour. Monterey was like 20th. Spyglass was 22nd. Like, some years, they're like 45th. Like, they have really short par fours. They have really small greens. Someone can go really low on them all four days. That's probably the best way to do it. And when you look at winners from this event, it's either guys who you would expect to win or guys you've never heard of. Those are the two range of outcomes for winners over the past 10 years. Yeah, this is might not be the event to try to hit, like, the 40 to 1 to 60 to 1 guy. It really feels like you're going to play the top or you, like, really ru- roulette spin, like, the back. Like, right? Is that sort of what that, you're That's you're what I'm kind of getting to? at here. Like, I really wanted to give Russell Knox a big look I, this week because I really like Russell Knox, but he's 45 to 1. I was like, he's just not going to win. Hold on. Do you remember before we recorded, I said, there's a player playing this week that I don't think you're betting because I think uh, we have very similar strategies, uh, but I think you'll be very upset if he wins. And you took a couple guesses. You didn't get it off air, but you just nailed it on air. No, no, because he was actually the one that I was... I'm yeah. still thinking about betting him, but like I know that I shouldn't. And this is these layouts are the very prototype Russell Knox type courses. Oh There's yeah, no, I mean yes, a guy like Dustin and there's if you drive amazing, it sets up for other things. But the the Russell Knox game type has won many a Pebble Beach Opens or or AT and T's whatever. AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. So. FantasyNational.com, if you go FantasyNational.com slash PME, you can get yourself 20% off. So I put in my modeling, um, and the big thing that really stuck out to me, especially when I went back like long-term, par fours gained versus the field 350 to 400 yards. That's why I ended up finding Potter a few years ago for like DraftKings, because he was just very good at these short ones. So Paul Casey is like by far the best guy in the field in all of this. He's the guy I'm going to be betting. <laughs> So, oh, you are going to be better. Okay. I, 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 I can't see myself. No, I don't know. I like him more than anybody if the money's not on DJ. Well, that's the whole thing. So DJ and Cantlay are the two favorites. DJ is six and a half to one. Cantlay's 12 to one. Day is 18 to one, but there's a lot of 20s floating for him out there as well. Kucher, Snedeker, Casey, 20 to one. Fitzpatrick and Phil. Phil's the defending champ, 22 to one. Brennan Grace, 28 to one. Those are your favorites. Like, this is not a great field. Weird. The was mid- it always this week? Or did, like, the, Spieth give it such a, a cachet more at the top? And Phil used to be, I don't know. Like, is there something I'm missing? Or are guys who not are we, like, coming anymore? Like, Rom's not playing. Woodland's not playing. Xander's not playing. No, I so don't. Like, throw those. Like, if those three are playing, this field's substantially better. And they generally do play. I don't know. It just doesn't feel, it feels like jaw. No, it feels Glen Abbey like. Well, the middle, right? the middle no. tier of this event is really good. Like there's just random names scattered around. 
Like when you get into the second tier, you have like your Hovlands and Norin, your buddy Norin. Mm-hmm. Ra- Rafa is playing for the first time this year. He's here. And he's a he plays these links. He's a links guy and good short iron player. Like Kisner and Hadwin and Knox, like those type of guys. Maybe that's maybe this is the field every single year, and that's why the forty-five to fifty to one guys don't win because it's Furick and Hadwin and that type of player. You doing over there? I'm looking at our. I, I don't have the odds in front of me. You know what the odds are. Anyway, I'm playing this very light this week. Not only because I'm having a very poor golf betting year. I think you're going to hit something this week. I Honestly, hope so. it's the morning after the Super Bowl. This I, I didn't this, look at this anything. This is where I got onto it last year with Phil. I didn't look at anything, and I just looked at I kind of said to myself, I don't know. I might just be riding or dying with uh, with you. Because I, I don't know. I feel it. I feel you're going to get off the mat. So I am playing a very limited card this week, um, and I probably will add a few. Like we mentioned, like if you want to live bet this one, especially if someone's going crazy, on the peninsula or going crazy at spyglass, it will take the books a while to adjust to that. Like you'll have a grace period. Uh, like you do in all these multi-course events, especially at the ones that don't have shot tracker. But, you're not going to know how they're doing it, but you're like, Hmm. It was like when Ryan Palmer yes. fired the minus 10 two weeks ago, like the books didn't adjust for like two hours and he was still like 80 to one, but he was in the lead always. But I would say don't really apply this on Thursday. Like no, don't, no. Because your, your guy is going to get a chance potentially. And it's so – but, like, by midday Friday, when they're, like, not adjusting to guys on heaters that still um, I would actually get say, a play I would actually courses, say the best time to do it is when they – like, the first two hours of being on the course Saturday morning. Because you'll get that – as well. You'll get that guy who hits Monterey and he just – Starts going crazy. Yeah, and he's already giving himself a. You've already just gotten yourself a late Sunday tea time. Yeah, and then it's nice to hedge against too if the guy actually stays into it. If that's how you want to play it. But for me, we went through all the guys. I bet on day twenty to one. I bet on Casey twenty to one. I, as we were talking, like you actually have to spend less money to bet both of those guys than betting Dustin Johnson. Yeah, that's sort of the conversation. That is the conversation. That's the conversation I knew I was going to have with you. Am I going to bet Dustin Johnson or am I going to bet Day and Casey? And I thought about Snedeker, such a Pebble Beach guy, but I don't know. I'd I'd rather Casey than all of them. Which is sad because you know he's going to miss every three-foot putt. That's always the problem. I think he's a little more ready for it. Listen, I'm going to do this a lot this year and embarrass myself because it's Paul Casey. But I feel like a couple of times I've said, like, I, I think he's going to have a big year, a big year. Uh, he lost here in that. Uh, Whitley. Oh, he didn't let Phil catch the jet. jet. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. You're paying for the pilot's room and board one more night, Philip. Well, at that point, Phil was going to win, too. I think yeah, he was up yeah, by three. Yeah, Casey's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to rush no, myself. It's dark. There. I don't need to see it. Casey needed. But Casey, I think last year had started his thing of. Um, being like more into American golf and FedEx cup points and that being a priority. And there was something on the line for him. I think that people we were forgetting about last year that I think when I was reminded of that's like what he needed. Cause if he really screwed up or lost a stroke, he could have lost an important positioning. Really? Yeah. I don't, I hope someone whatsoever. reminds me of this or just tells me Feinberg, you're full of crap. He's bought. I went back and looked at it. He's gained strokes off the tee and through approach in every single event since last year's players. And the only reason he lost strokes on approach at last year's players, I think he put three consecutive balls on the water on 17. I, 
Remember that? Because everyone had him. Big things. 2020 Paul Casey's. Big as his arms. That don't you wouldn't you know. You got the Popeye but, forearms. Um, he's an old man now, though. I think he's like 42. Listen. Hopefully he's back from like his mountain biking and like Paris or something, working those quads and yeah, he, ready he, to he go. He played like the Amex like three weeks ago. I'm I'm what a weird schedule. He played the Sony, he played the American Express, and now he's playing this. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the past two years here at this event in particular, second, eighth, his first two years of the course, he's very clearly happy with his playing partner. And I think I don't love course history as like, let's go look at course history because that's going to tell the entire story. I do think there are a few courses that do set that. And I think that having the experience of playing the Pro-Am at this event really goes a long way. Now, obviously, when Von Taylor wins with his carry bag like, r- rental pack, that's one thing. Or DA points wins because he's having a great time playing with Bill Murray and they end up winning. You know, some guys have good weeks. And these Ted guys, Potter. Ted Potter. Like you can see a 350 to 1, 500 happens. to 1 winner here. It happens because this course isn't hard. All three of the courses are yeah. not hard. But after that, like you want to be staying in the sub 30 to 1 range. Because those I, guys also okay. always win. I believe it's obviously Dustin's the best player here. Cantley standalone second best player here. It's did we, did we not give enough love to Cantley here? Like I don't want to. Listen, we sat on the okay. show last week, and I said, I like Webb. I don't like him at 12 to 1. I am not going to bet him. Yeah. Is Cantley that guy this week? He kind of is. Fits a lot of the same check, 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 check. It's a lot of the same boxes. And the other part of it is if you strongly believe in your heart of hearts that, um, and I, you've already dispelled a bit that, like, Dustin's dominance here is really more just a perception, less a reality thing. He's, al- he's always in it. It's like yeah. day, the past five years, Day doesn't have a finish worse than T11. Okay. But he hasn't won. But here, let, Same me, as Dustin. let me ask you this question. Because last week we saw a lot of guys who came from overseas not play well. Uh, Vic and Bryson. Vic and Bryson. This week, Dustin's come back from overseas, but I feel like that's a trip he's made a lot. But the Saudi event is new, so has he all like? Is, are we just two years into playing the week before Pebble? Yeah, so he did that last year. He was T four for the first time. And let's not forget, we talked about all the celebs, babe. Sometimes I'm wearing my uh, my Kings Gretzky jersey for this for this Pebble Beach show, making his head bleed for Super Fan number ninety nine over there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. This shows that he took that cash and. Yeah, I could believe. If, so if you believe that that overseas trip just kind of is a write-off to guys and Cantley is your, I know it's crazy to think like I'm writing off DJ, but if you believe in that, like being a real thing, Cantley's the top guy on on the board. And I don't know, potentially. But after Cantley and Dustin, I believe, my opinion, Paul Casey is the best golfer in this field. And I like to think I'll bet him at 20 to 1. Yeah, the 20 to 1 number is actually, frankly, a lot higher than I thought we'd find it. I thought he'd come in at like 14, just because of the history that he has here. So, past, like I said, past five years for Jason Day, fourth, second, fifth, 11th, fourth. It's pretty good. Casey, second, eighth. Dustin, before the T45 last year, second and third, fourth, two years before that. He's won here twice. Snedeker has won here twice. Speeth has won here. Like, when you go and look at the guys at the very top of, the board, like, they always play well. Because this field's not hard. Like, it's not a strong field. So the good players should do really well. You'd imagine. Scott Stallings also plays really well at this course year after year. That's why his odds are, like, 60 to 1 or something. Well, I mean, speaking on that note, I know who number one is on that list you're referring to. And he had a nice little charge on Sunday. 
on what list? Top uh, what Pebble Beach scoring averages? Oh, I was just looking at strokes gained over the past five years oh. at Pebble. At well, at this event yeah. in general. Are you talking about Patrick Rogers? No, Boogs Burger Time. No, he's Tim's one and done. So and he's also like forty to one. It was eighty to one last week. He was never. He never had a chance to win that tournament last week. I never said he did. I, I I find it hard to put too much stock into a guy making a Sunday charge when there's nothing to play for. I get it, especially at a course that like can give a lot of birdies. He is he there. is playing really well. Like clearly he's kind of back. Maybe we wait till Florida. Well, let's go. I look forward to putting my first few shekels back on Burger Time. Burger at the Honda. I don't. Yeah, he almost cashed us yeah. that like hundred and fifty to one ticket that year. Stupid Patty. Mm-hmm. I, I, has, has Harrington made a cut since? No, uh, Harrington joked that he's got to his vice captains for Ryder Cup are Westwood and McDowell. Both have wins. Both just grabbed wins to start twenty twenty, bro. You and bro, you. That's do, my second bro of the show. It'll you, be my last. I promise. You don't want those guys on this team. Not at Whistling Straits. You would much rather Thomas Peters. Yeah, I take like Cole yeah. Sertz. Yeah. Yeah, over there. No, and those guys are, that's going to be the tricky thing with Poulter, too. Like, Poulter is just not a match for that course. Like, you need Rory, you need Rom, and like the very, very top end guys, obviously. But like, your back end can't be the bulldog, grizzled veteran guy at this course. Like, this is set up for Team USA golf. Like, Finau is going to crush whistling straights. They're all going to crush if, it. If Bubba starts Bubba gets well. a couple wins this year, Bubba's form, crush it. Yeah, no, USA golf is built, and it's. It's sort of what we're seeing with these Ryder Cups is that how much of advantage is um, they're making these these course selections. And well, then we'll we, see which, them. Is, which is supposed to be part of the event. I like yeah. that. But the captains need to get off their ass and be like, well, I'm sorry. I know you guys are generally on the team, but you are not going to play well at this course. Yeah. We need to go pick Ernest to be on the team. I assume he hits it far. I don't know. Yeah, no, I like, just... Like ran, random Euro who bombs Yeah, R- Renato Peratori. Just a team full of Italians. He might have a better shot at making the team than Molinari at this point. No, you're listen, you're, you're 100% right. That's like a dead fish for them. The Matthew Fitzpatricks, the Danny Willits, um, that type of player is like a dead duck on that course. A lot like Bubba and Phil and I, even Bryson were at Le Club National. It all works out. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they, like, we kept saying it at the time. Like, that's why you got to take like, then, Kisner on this team. Uh, but then it's, it's going to be funny. All the, all the Kisner hardos better shut up because Kisner can't come to this course. No. They're like, Kisner match play genius. We would have wanted out of the bring Kisner to Paris. Makes sense there, but can't bring him here because he's like Polt. Like, he's just, no, it's the same game, right? Yeah. I, I mean, that's a pretty good way of putting it. He's in the field this week. His number's tricky. See, that's because they are the prototypes, the Kisners, the Knox. You know those guys could stick it to five feet for four days at all these courses and run a score. Just like your, your, your dominant guys can do it. It's out there for everybody, and this is the course type that these guys will win at on the PGA Tour. But they don't is the weird thing. Yes, that's also true. There's not a lot of uh, win equity amongst this group. But, like, they'll, they'll win. Like, it's funny. I know Kisner came lost in the playoff of the players one year. And it's funny because, also, Whistling Straits is a, it's a Pete Dye course, isn't it? I believe it is. 
Just he plays well at all the beat dying horses, except for like that's the one exceptionally long one that like Kiowa Island. But this middle tier of guys, so Casey and Dave for us. I really like that. Unless I am like Matthew Fitzpatrick, your guy. He should play well here. Like, this is a perfect course for him. Should play well here. Happy to finally get some points in our season-long uh, league uh, for Matty. He's got, like, a Golf Digest kid what? working the bag this week. What? Rappaport. Oh, really? Yeah. And you got uh, you got Dustin playing this week? Dustin Things are, things are looking playing. up for you. Brooks is going to put his first North American tee in the ground next week. Not playing very well. Well, Rick, Rick's jumped out to a big lead on us because he picked all the guys in, like, the Tournament of Champions. Rick! Well, his strategy was, I'm going to get out to a huge lead. We are screwed, I think. We are not screwed. There's seven months of this left. No, Rick's got this all thing. He knows everyone where... Rick, we were playing checkers. Rick was playing chess. He doesn't have a whole... uh, Compared to you, like your team especially, he has very little major win equity. Where you have a bunch. Okay, but I and that's better, and that's worth so I, much. I better come up huge in WGCs or yeah, majors. you ha- you have to. That's your that's how your team is yes, constructed. Yes, yes. You Again, you I, have the guys that win and play. I'm in not going to lie events. though. I did not want Brooks Kepka, but it just came to me, and now I gotta like hope he does. Like you know, I'm, I still don't anticipate. Um, I still don't think he's God. I still don't think he's going to win a major this year, and you could freezing cold take me on it, but I don't think that's a bold call because it probably pays minus 300. <laughs> Middle range of guys. Phil? Off his third place, his first... Well, Phil's 22 to 1. He's not even... He's one of the favorites. He's the same odds as Fitzpatrick. Vic. That big Vic energy. This is really where he kind of came out of the scene last year and everyone got to very familiar with Mr. Vic Hovland. No, it was the Masters. No, th- this is where he was in the... Uh, well, he was in Butler Cabin at the Masters. That was fine. But, like, he was in the U.S. Open. Like, he was on the leaderboard at the U.S. Open. People were like, holy shit. And he was wearing all the... He was wearing the Oklahoma State. Like, people were like, oh, he's not just an amateur. Right. He's really good. Yeah. Okay, I'll say this. I think that's the first time I said that today. Probably not. No, I think it was. The fact that he missed the cut last week is a positive. If Agreed. if I am going to talk myself into playing him, but the way my card is looking, it seems like we can just talk about these guys. I won't be betting any of them. Yeah, so you have Vic. Cameron Champ is 30. Are they pricing Cameron Champ knowing like he's going to win once a year? And they're just like, screw it. We're just going to price him here, and that's going to be the end of it. No clue. Uh, McDowell coming off the win. He's won the U.S. Open here before as well. 35 to 1. Norin, Rafa, Spieth, Berger, 40. Kisner, Knox, 45. Hadwin, Furick, Kurt Kitayama, back from overseas. How is that? I think he's gearing up. I think he's in all these WGCs and everything. No, I mean, this could, listen, this, this should be 100. I love the kid, but that's a crazy number. You think so? Crazy, well, I think in my know, opinion. Uh, Mac, well, I mean, Max Hama's 55 to 1 here, too. Shez, 60, okay, Stalling, but- 66, Glover, 66. Then you got like your JBs and Vaughn Taylors. Putnam withdrew already, so don't bother with him. Hoagie, Perez, Piercy, Nah. Like, I'd be more inclined to play like Nah or Piercy than Nah because it's double okay. the price. And I don't want to play either one of those guys. You could talk me into Nah, Pierce. Piercy actually has a really good scoring record at this course. I'd be more inclined to bet Nah than, than Piercy, but... Here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to What pick. would McDowell be if he didn't, didn't win? win last week? He'd be 75. Because he's won here. He tends to play well here. And it's not that strong of a field? I know it's not. I don't know. In those Spieth head-to-heads, 
It's let's say they give you all the forty to one guys against. No, me. I don't want to pick on them, but I, I'm not it, betting on them. I don't need to pick on him, but I'm not betting him. He's not winning shit. Not the, not right now. He seems so in his own. He he cre- his success created what's happening right now, and that's the greatest thing and the worst thing. He's nine thousand dollars on DraftKings. He's won here. He plays well here every year. Every year, Saturday night leader. We bet right? him. Yeah, we bet him last bet year. Him last year, yeah. It was kind of the same strategy. You didn't bet, uh, I bet Dustin, and you sort of took that 222 to 1, 25 to 1 guy. Yeah, I had Phil at 28, Spieth at 20, or whatever it was. Yeah, probably 20. Phil's 28, eh? I thought it was like 20, whatever. I think everyone bet it. They got bet down as the week went along. Just looking at him right now from last week. His second round at Phoenix was actually quite good, ball striking wise. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking to bet a Daniel Berger versus Spieth if that's no. What but I'm saying, like, should we should we be considering Spieth forty to one? Not how my card is constructed, but I'm not going to snicker at anyone who wants to. I guess this seems like a perfect event for him to make every putt. I'd rather it, it is a course that really. For, it's funny because Dustin's played so well here over the years, but it really de-emphasizes driving distance and off the tee stuff. I wouldn't want to pick on speed head to head with like other guys at forty to one, but if you wanted to give me like a plus one sixty versus Nah, I would bet that you bet Nah versus yeah. you take Nah over speed. Yeah, it's like a big. I'd rather like one of those guys, but I don't want to like because I would see value because I'd rather bet Nah to win than speed. Interesting. Kurt Kitayama versus Spieth. <laughs> see, Kitayama is a bit of a different animal, so I can't you I can't sort of use your own analogy of like how good are these guys just because we see them a lot versus these lesser competition. Cause he's so young. Right. So he seems like there's still like a rising star there. And he's, Ameri- to he's some American, up- right? Yeah. Cause he showed up to Vegas for the Shriners. It was awful. Back during the I think season. this line is insane. <laughs> they must be thinking that someone was going to come like that. I cannot believe they, they want to give 50 to one on Kurt Kitayama. Well, two weeks ago he was sixth. Every he shows up every week in Dubai, but it's 34th in Abu Dhabi. He was 48th at the season like championship, the DP World Championship in Dubai. 30th of the Ned Bank, second in Turkey, fourth in France, third in Italy. Like every t- I love him, I love him. World and you watch 68 this, ranked player. It's all it, it's all going to happen. He's going to be here maybe next year. I don't know what would have to happen. For him, I mean, I guess you get one or two hot runs in a PGA event and it could sort of just lead to more starts and exemptions and you say, I don't want to go back to Turkey. Well, that's what happened with Beauregard last year. And now he's 400 to yeah, one. Now, yeah, now he's 1,000 to one to win tournaments. But he like he got his special temporary membership because he played so well. Yeah. And Matt, well, I think, I don't know. I thought we'd see Matty Wallace this week and even Poulter, but I guess they're going to wait for Florida. I don't think Pol- Poulter... Poulter doesn't come here. Yeah, I know. But I think he usually shows up in Mexico. That's when he comes. That's over. the week after Honda. He doesn't come to Honda. Because oh, he's no, always he, in Bay Hill. That's Orlando. And well, he, always he always does there. go to. Is, is Mexico after? I thought it was in between. I thought it was Riviera, Mexico, Honda. Do I have that backwards? Is it Riviera, Honda, Mexico, Bay Hill? I don't have a clue, man. Now I'm confused. Do they do WGCs two out of three weeks? I know WGCs coming up. Yeah, that's Mexico, and then you have the match play like right I after. I see it. this like Spieth about to have a huge drop off and could miss Mexico. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. 
So he has to. So he's definitely winning this week then. Get himself back in all that stuff. I would like to. Is see- he going to play the Puerto Rico Open? Oh my God. <clears throat> I would be a hardo for that. So Pebble, Riviera. Like in, in giggles. Riviera, Mexico, Honda, Bay Hill, Players, Valspar, Match Play. Can I get that one more time? Just Rivi- the next four. Riviera, Mexico, Honda, Bay Hill, Players. So you were right. And then Valspar is the week after. The Paul Casey Classic. Jesus. So yep. Dustin Johnson will win one of the next three tournaments. Pebble Beach, Riviera, Mexico. Those are his jams. Then we won't see him for a while. Masters. Well, he'll play the match, match play. play Masters. Play right. players match play. I forget the new schedule. Still got me. Um. Yeah. Oh, next week is gonna be insane. Yeah, next week's gonna be good. Next week. Can I ask you? A, well, no. I don't Go ahead. Put that kind of pressure on you. Yeah. Did you want to do a live cut sweat show? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't want to be here till fucking 930 at oh, night it's on a West Friday. Co- I forget. Yes, the West Coast event canceled. I take back. Retract my thought that I didn't even verbalize, but you knew what I was thinking. I think we need to limit the amount of live cut sweat shows. Players what and are, majors. I, I would say they're pretty limited. Genesis Invitational. It's called the Genesis Invitational. Yeah, it's a Tigers, it's Tigers jam. He committed to the field, so that's good, I suppose. Everybody's there. I'm trying to see the actual field for it. This is how disinteresting this stupid fucking Pebble Beach tournament is. Ugh. Long shots. Jimmy Walker. Oh, I love it. What do you got? 125 to 1. Is that still out there? Yep. That makes a lot of sense. He was, like, bad on Sunday. I don't, I don't. I'm not too concerned about that. Are they sleeping on Hollywood Hoagie still? Maybe. Uh, he's, he's 75. Okay, then they are not sleeping on Hollywood Hoagie. 70. 70, sorry. And I know, I guess you probably said his name. It went right over my head. Uh, Hadwin, 50 to 1. I thought that would be a lot bigger. Well, we're, we're beyond all those guys now. We're into triple digits. Streelman. Jinju Zhang? What's he at? 150? Yeah. I don't hate that. He had a charge. Aaron Wise? Has he done anything? No, he has not. Like, I would actually kind of can reconsider like Hadley and... Keith Mitchell? No. No. Hadley? Who was the other one I was looking at? Where's the... Brandon Wu. Brandon Wu's 250 to 1. If it wasn't for Victor Hovland... Like, he would be the guy that we'd be talking about this week coming off, like, the great U.S. Open at Pebble Beach when he was an amateur. And he's been, like, pretty good so far, like, in his pro career. I got one for you. All right, hit me. But I don't mind that. Um, just, I might have seen some things that indicated he had some very solid statistics last week. J.J. Spawn? What's, what, what are his odds? 250? Yeah, 250 is fine. I could get behind that. So Brandon Wu was 35th U.S. Open at Pebble. He was 17th in Houston, 55th the OHL, and 55th the Farmers. And now he's in the field this week. He's 251. I'll bet that. 250 to 1. Woo-hoo, Brandon Wu. They bring bring out some real freaking... uh, They go to the bottom barrel here, right? Oh, with players? Yeah. 
Oh, Cam's buddy, John Send in the Clowns. One one thousand two hundred and fifty to one. I'm just looking at the very uh, Hunter Mayhans here. Really? Six hundred to one. Who's a uh, there's some Hunter Mayhan super fans still rocking? I don't know if there's a lot of maybe there's big Ace Hardware fans. Yeah, I don't oh. see a ton here. Uh listen, you could throw some darts at the back. Of- hey, Siwoo, 275. I got one. Okay. Westwood, McDowell. Keimer's not here. Yeah, he's not here. So give me, just take another stab. Who would fit that mold? Is Harrington playing? Yes, but I wasn't thinking him. Uh, no, it's embarrassing. I don't even want to verbalize it. Luke Donald. Luke? Okay. You got something for yeah, me? I do, actually. <laughs> Let's go. What are his odds? 300. In. I'm in. So it, this is just really stupid, but I went. <laughs> one of the reasons that I ended up on Phil last year was he had a really disastrous first round in Phoenix. And the second round was really good, but he didn't make the cut. But like the ball striking was back. He just had one kind of disastrous round. I went and looked at the players who gained the most strokes on approach through two rounds who missed the cut in Phoenix. I always think that's a nice way to get yourself ready for the next week. Like, guys, just they putted poorly, but they were striking it as well as anyone else was. Sam Ryder had like three and a half strokes gained. He was the leader of all the guys in the field this week. Luke Donald was second. Guy was hitting his irons really well, wasn't putting. And he never drives the ball well, but this is a course where you don't need to drive the ball well. He's got to have one more run out of him where he just makes every putt. Like, if we were considering betting Spieth at 40, like, why not Luke Donald at 300? I would rather bet Luke Donald. Would you play that head-to-head? So then why aren't you betting Stricker? Stricker's like 90 years old. Is he actually even in the field? Because yeah. he withdrew last week. I'm seeing him. He, he, was in, he was in the field last week and withdrew. 300 to 1. I'd rather bet Luke Donald. Peter Uline. If his last name wasn't Uline, would you care about this guy? I don't know. He won me some money once in a European event like three years ago, so we're here still. Uh, Chris Kirk's 225. He must suck. He's obviously a, like a form guy. You kind of see what he was he's like, like 10 over decent. last week. Uh, Tringali rates out really well. People by the love stats. Doc Redman. A lot like Tringali, the stats love Doc Redman every week. 250. Right there with Brandon Wu. Brandon Wu. He's Woo! You just like him because his last name's Woo. I do. You're going to make fun of me for uh, Uline or whoever I said. I also gave you reasons why. I guess. And uh, Johnny Miller's retired, so Zach Blair can't get his, like, eight shot, his, his, like, couple shots on TV. So, past 36 rounds by my stat modeling. Here's what the stats tell me. Paul Casey is the number one ranked player. Patrick Cantlay is number two. Big Vic Energy, number three. Matthew Fitzpatrick, number four. Streelman, five. Zhang, six. Redmond, seven. Tringali, Duffner, Lonto. Lonto playing? Lonto is playing, yes. He has not been playing well recently. So I think a lot of that's coming from the swing season. And then you have, like, your Brian Stewards, Russell Knox, Hadwin. Armour is 250 to one. These guys, you are not going to see a shot. They are going yeah, to be to seven under through 10 holes on on one of these courses. So I just want to write down these guys. I'll figure out what I released the cheat sheet on yeah, Wednesday. So, so Armour. Tringali. Donald. 
Tringali, Zhang, Redman. Like, I'm putting them all in, like, the bucket. But this is... This that, is that's the, the uh, range of guy. Hadley. This is all part of the Vaughn Taylor, Ted Potter Jr. What's Ted Potter pay? I didn't even see him in the thing. 200, 150? What? What are we getting? I don't know. I, I didn't even see Two, him. I'm seeing 200. You think he's got it in him? I don't know. Bill Haas? You talked him up a couple weeks ago. He had a nice little week. Yeah. He was coming off a really nice week, though, at the Sony. What happened to Austin Cook? He was good for eight months. Wanted some gish. Luke Donald, 300 to one. No one gains more strokes per round on POA putting than Josh Teeter. Wiley's buddy, the Teets, 300 to one. If you just, just to back up the course. Yeah. If you had to play like one or two guys, it's just like that 40, 50 range, like was your bag, was your jam. Who would be the bullets you would throw there? Knox. Probably. Probably Kisner second. I was thinking Knox, Rafa, but yeah, Kisner. What's Rafa been doing? Looking handsome. Very handsome fella. True. See, Rafa. Nope, that's Rafa Nadal. Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Like, I just, I, he was 56. Oh, he played last week in, uh, in the Saudi. 56th. We betting Peters at Riviera next week? Oh, yeah, aren't we? Got it. I want to talk about it, but that seems like it's going to be perfect. I've seen a lot of whispers already. You say that sounds like it's going to be a very popular selection. So yeah, Rafa, I'm so, sure like Golflandia has already got like a future on it. <laughs> they made their own future. Yeah, they made their own. They went to like he flew to England, went to one of the local shops and got an early line and put all the euros. So three starts so far this year in the Middle East for Rafa: twelfth, miscut, fifty sixth. Like th- these are not tough fields. So, what's Nor Norin's been around it? Like the game's been trending, right? I can't Nor- bet that at forty to one though. I, I just it, it's really weird to see Norin at these places where you don't well, really want him. Yeah, why the fuck wasn't he at Tory Pines? I don't know. It, it's like if he skipped Honda this year. I remember last week I got mad. I sent out an APB for him. He might have heard it, but he showed up to this event. Some yeah. guys are here just because they have to make the sponsor happy too. Are they? Like who? I don't know. Who's sponsored by AT&T? This isn't Happy Gilmore. No, I mean, like... Oh, because they're sponsored like by Like, I'm Adam Hadwin, and some, like, senior VP at Callaway Golf really wants to play, so I'm, like, playing. I know he likes the multi-course thing, and this is a thing for him, but I'm just, like, putting something out. Like, uh, there was a group email sent to all... Skechers guys and Russell Knox, like, because Kucher's certainly not stepping up this week. Kucher's playing. I miss that. He's 20 to 1. Uh, we didn't even mention his name. I told you it's the day after the Super Bowl, and I'm holding on to your ankles. I'm Pat Stingleberry. As some like to call me. Trying to I look. hear you snickering over there. Just trying to look. Charlie Hoffman sets up really well. Based on his proximity ranges and where he gains Tringali. Was he 100? What's Hoffman? I, I think he's even more than that. 125. Bri- like I said, Brian Stewart actually rates out really well, but he's generally Bermuda grass only. But like these wedge events, he's usually pretty good. 
I think you're going to laugh, but because there's like going to be the six over round despite a couple low ones. But uh, Bo Hostler. You can just bet him every once, man. I bet C. Woo every week for five straight years. I'm not, you bet, want... I'm not betting him. I just like bringing it up. Why? C. It Woo, sounds like 250? You want 275 for C. Woo. He was third here last year. I mean, I don't know if he's healthy is the problem. Wish I knew that. Imagine pl- oh. armor, huh? Has armor hot dogs been playing. I don't know. This is three a- consecutive missed cuts to begin the year. Okay, I'm going to cross off Ryan Armor from that list. That's all I got. Quick picks for Pebble Beach Pro Am. Is there no? I am playing Jason Day and Paul Casey at twenty to one. I will play Jimmy Walker, 125 to 1, with the top five each way. And I'll also play Brandon, woo, 250 to 1, with the top five each way. And why not Luke Donald, 300 to 1? I'll play those two. If I add anything to it, I'll let you know my cheat sheet on Wednesday. If not, I'll probably save, like, this is not a high investment week for me. So I'll have a few bullets on the weekend, I think. Try to catch the books napping. On someone going low at one of the auxiliary courses, you just copy and paste. So you're not doing Dustin. No. So Dustin, Dustin can't lay. It so would have not. to be bigger than I would bet more money on Dustin than I would on betting both of Casey and. It would take more capital to and, get a return on Dustin. Can than I betting just the say other the team. other part of it? And maybe I'll regret it. And six to one, six and a half to one. Maybe you'll find a seven is like a good number. And you can wait five days and you get paid. But I don't know. I worry about this overseas thing. And last year was the first year he did it. It didn't really work out. And I would be looking at next week, maybe. At the Riv. At the Riv. The Riv? With all the big names. Good. Let them pump it up! Good vibes for DJ at the Riv. Although he has a win at Pebble. Bad vibes at Pebble for DJ. Yeah, he's gotta he's gotta carry his father-in-law. Who wants to hang out with their father-in-law yeah. for three days, even if he's the greatest hockey player to ever live? Yeah, Wayne's like hiding behind porta potties, taking shots of whiskey and like smoking cigs so like the cameras don't catch him. Too hungover to play with Ted Potter Jr. Okay. I oh wish, my back hurts. I wanna now that we mentioned Wayne, I wish I knew this. This all-star game they did a couple weeks ago, all this like shenanigans, whatever, these new all-star games, so they changed the rules of the NBA one. Who gives a shit? My point being is they break them up into divisions around the hockey and they do like, uh, it's like a, the Eastern Conference divisions will play head to head and the Western divisions will play head to head. Then the winners will play in a final. Fascinating stuff. Okay. Quickly, which is, hasn't been the case. The team that won whatever division it was, guess who the coaches were? Wayne Gretzky. And Rick Tockett, and I guarantee you they had a piece, and if I knew they were coaching them, I would have put a piece behind that team to win the I, thing. I mean, they didn't have a piece. Janet probably had a piece. Whatever, man. <laughs> let's get Pro-Am odds. Tom, what's Romo pay? Get Romo and Nance on. Buzz me, hit my menchies when Romo's sitting with Nance, because it might be the last time ever. I think he's definitely going back to CBS. I heard Nance do an interview this week, like, I don't know, one of the radio route things. I guess one day he did it, and he pretty much 
said he would be so heartbroken if Tony left. I think they have such a good thing, and they have first right of refusal. Apparently. Yeah, I, I think he's going to go out, and he's going to get his offers. And, Nance might br- and, and ESPN is like, hey, we'll give you $15 million a year. It, you don't think CBS has $15 million, year, yeah. $15 million a year to spend on Tony Romo? Honestly, they, they do. The way Nance was talking, he might have called and said, I'll give, him, I'll give him one and a half off mine. Like, I don't know. They pay Nance more than, than God. Well, he also so, does... Everything, everything. everything. But I'm just saying, he seemed like he was like, would he would cry at the thought of the prospect of their relationship ending after what two years? Two years. But he's playing. He's got to be playing this week, I think. Nance, not as old as you'd think. I thought he was like 80. He's not. He's like 60 something. Good for him. The bat. Oh my god, what a life to live. Do you prefer Nance to Al Michaels? Yeah, just there's something about the. Forgot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just in general, because Al Michaels doesn't do golf. I'll just say yes, because he's a CBS guy. I'm an AFC guy. I had a good team every now and then, and there's nothing like getting Nance in there, baby. But getting Nance doing, like, basketball and golf, too, on top of it is pretty huge. Yeah. He's good at all of them. All of them. It's just like, I don't really like Joe Buck, but he's good at all he's of this He's really stuff. good. I, he's I not great at I don't golf. Really like the, yeah, not good at golf, but that wasn't his bag. I don't think he, like, came into the, like... No. Golf, like baseball was his thing, and he became very good at that. Then he transitioned into doing some football, and he's good at that. And golf's its own kind of animal. Tariko is really good at golf. Got no issues with Tariko when, when either. Tari- when Tariko does the Golf Channel broadcast, the British Open, it's really good. Yeah, early in the morning, yeah. that Tariko voice. But those Nance, the smooth baritones of Nance, and maybe it's something that his voice, dubbed with Masters music, is just like a forever moment. Um, you know, it makes me think of like, I miss a guy like Dick Emberg was like the best too. Cause he could do golf and baseball and tennis did so many big events was such a great listen. And another, maybe I'm a sucker for those CBS guys. Cause I'm an AFC guy, you know, I'm just and, thinking, I, and I get those, I get them. I get them. Uh, who's going to replace Faldo. Is it going to be Phil? No. Phil in like three years. I'm saying Faldo's getting old. And I can see them wanting to do a Tony Romo-esque thing with Phil. And I don't think Phil's going to play on the senior tour. I just really don't. Why would he do that? Did you see who Phil was playing with at the Pro-Am in Saudi? Yeah, the new golf Premier guys. Rise. I think this, this, the best thing that could ever happen to golf is this thing. Let's go! Because Competition, Nitro, Raw, let's go! Best for the business, what, let's go! What is going to happen is they're going to propose a series of truly ludicrous ideas. Almost like the XFL did. And we'll get one and a half And we'll get one and a half really good ones, and the PGA will take it. Like, if I'm the premier golf league, everyone gets a camera. You can stream it live. People like, oh, my God, now we got to start doing this. There we go. Designated putter. If you're Ben Ann, you can hire Denny McCarthy to putt for you. He'll be the best (laughs) player in the world. Because there's some sort of, like, weird team concept. Like, it's not going to work. Especially if the PGA is saying that you have to pick one or the other, people are going to pick the PGA. Even if they're like, they would have I, to offer like $50 million. I have the craziest take. You know who should replace Faldo? I'm not even kidding. Because he did it for about 40 minutes a year oh, ago. Oh, Poulter. Well, that would be great Poulter too. was really good when he was like, but I, doing it. you're going to allow you and be like, you're an idiot. Romo. Oh, I'd be in for Romo doing it. He he sat in the booth, I think, last year with Nance for like 30 minutes during a golf tournament. I was in. And again, maybe it's just like I'm the football fan sucker and there'd be some guy that like would despise it. But I, yeah, I, but it's not I, like he is know. an absolute scrub. 
Like is, he's played. No, he's played. He's played. He's good. He's not, he hasn't been good in PJ He does events. TV. Him and Nance have just like the repertoire that they have. Um, it works. Yeah. And yeah, he could speak to the event. I could trust his opinion, much like Faldo when he says, no, not for like, you know, what it would feel like to hit the 10-footer to win a major, but more like walking the course early in the morning, seeing the greens, what the layout is. I would trust him as much as any, any, any of them. I think Poulter would be really good. He'd be fantastic, but Sky Sports will probably pay him. Does Sky Sports have the kind of money that like the US networks have? I assume they do. I don't think that they do. I guess they have CBS money. Oh, sorry. Is it like? Well, I don't know. It also depends on they could pay him. No, I, I actually don't know. Because like, because the NBC team could use someone else as well. But like Sky Sports could be owned by a telecommunication, true, like true. a bigger giant that we don't even know. And someone's going to write us and be like, Murdoch owns them, or you know what I'm saying? Something stupid. I just don't know if they have that sort of spend for their golf product like the U.S. networks do. I don't know, but I would. But you that pay a little less. You let the guy live where he wants to live. He clearly like, wants to live in Orlando. Yeah, I guess. No, he's everywhere. He's got that country home. Oh, he's the man. Love that guy. He's, he's a be better. Great. He's a better speaker than McDowell is too. Because McDowell would be a good guy to have in there. But like, who is it on the NBC team now? It's Azinger. Yeah, who's not good. He's not, not good. good. And what? Don't they have Davis Love? Who is it? Davis Love. Davis also? Love is on CBS, I think. Yeah. Or he's one of like the does the same thing as like Bones does. Kind of walks around. There's so few personalities. You might as well make the best of it. Like, Phil would really be the best one. But I think Phil's... Like, the way that you t- we talked about, like, Rivers going into the booth and being a really good color guy straight off. Like, Phil, give him three more years on tour whenever he stops hitting bombs. Like, what's, Phil what's he is going in, to do? Okay, hold on, though. Phil is in, like, such a higher class. Like, Phil would be, like, Manning going right into the booth. Like, sure. he's not Rivers. Like, Rivers is, like, a Okay, cut, ag- agreed. Like... But I appreciate that, what, but what, you know what I'm saying. I'm just talking about in terms of personality, to go straight from being on the course to being in the booth, I think Phil will be really good at it. Just like I think Rivers will be really good at it. And what's what, what's Phil going to do? He, I think he he's going to golf. I think he's going to take exemptions. I think he's just going to golf. I'm, think, not, I'm not saying this happens tomorrow. Can and he'll st- Phil plays on the Asian tour getting a tournament appearance money everywhere he goes, playing it all over the globe. Giving one-on-one clinics to uh, to warlords in he, Africa. But he that's what Phil's going to be. Yeah, doing. but he doesn't have to. This doesn't need to be one or the other. Like David Duval still plays in the British Open and then does the commentary. When he fails to make the cut, buddy. David Duval's playing this week. He's at the very last guy on the. Is list. he actually? Yeah. If you if you yeah go to the very bottom, keep scrolling. That thumb gets a workout. David Duval, two thousand to one. He still plays, but why not? He's already there working TV. He's like, I'll play golf for four hours Thursday and Friday. Yeah. And Saturday this week. Yeah, probably playing with like a Mizuno sponsor yeah, or something. Yeah, he probably just plays with like his buddy. Yeah. I think some of the TV producers play from like the other networks. Smiley's playing. It's good to have friends. Smiley. It's good to have friends who know the sponsor. Smiley, yeah. Smiley got a sponsor. How does he keep getting sponsor exemptions? Because he knows a guy. Because he's friends with Spieth and Justin Thomas? Listen, the same way Gail King has a great life. One and done picks for Zoe. He's the Nota Begay. If Spieth ended up being an all-time great, Smiley would have been this generation's Nota Begay. One and done picks for Pebble Beach. Tim has selected Daniel. How's your burger? And because I beat you? Yeah, because you beat me, you have first pick. So I'm taking whoever you don't take. Cantley. I'm sorry. I meant Casey. I was thinking about Casey or Cantley, but I'm taking Casey. Casey will be a really, or Cantley will be a really interesting one and done pick because I don't think a lot of people are going to use. I know, him. and I think he's really 
prime and I might end up using him for the actual thing, but I, I feel confident with Casey big year. I, I don't know. Yeah. Big year. Casey's going to win something big and this is not big anymore. I will be selecting Jason day to win this event. I don't think we brought up it up with day, but we're going to get what we pay for. And I don't really know what that means, but it's either going to be this or that. And I'm okay. I think he's going to be in the mix. How many putts can he make on Sunday? How many times can he not drive it into the water would be nice. Like his approaches are so bad and it doesn't seem to matter. I, I don't quite understand it. And I was kind of encouraged with the way they played at Torrey Pines. Very. Coming off of injury, hadn't Very. played in a few months, came 16th. At a course where he's just turning into that guy, almost like Phil. Bubba. Bubba, like there's courses where he plays well, so just play him at those courses. Seems logical enough, I think. And we know that when good, he is the best putter on the, him and Spieth are, and Danny McCarthy are the best putters on the planet. And because I'm shocked we went so long and I want to have one more minute of fun. Okay. Let's just, like we would if we're doing football, which we don't do, but live look ahead. How does the top of next week's odds board look? Rory. Dustin. Dustin. Tiger Brooks. Tiger Brooks. And a lot can... I bet you Rose... I bet you everything's... I just just tried to look up the field. I couldn't find it. Field... Even on the the tournament's website? Yeah, the the website's not great. They have such a field. How could they not be advertising what they got? LA Country Club. Building... Let's see. Genesis Invitational. Building the field. Like, there's just articles about this stuff. Instead of just telling me who's in the fucking field. Give me one internet search. Rory, DJ, Tiger, Brooks. I'll put Rose on there. Cantley and Fina. Like how Cantley plays this week will really determine his odds for next week. Oh, I, I hope he. So have, I hope he stubs his toe and withdraws. Cantley and Finau. Bubba is going to have pretty decent odds after making another run going back to a course where he's won three times. I love Cantley and Finau next week, but will they actually win? I'm trying to think who else is going to be there. Casey usually plays. Sergio usually plays. Yeah, does Reed play? I don't know. Spieth usually plays it. JT usually plays JT it. JT lost to, to JB Holmes. Holmes last year. Yeah. So this turns Leishman off his win. Adam Scott, Pat, Hideki Matsuyama, John Rom. I'm just looking at last year's. Rom is playing too? He played last year. Oh, that's last year. Well, Bryson. We're talking, we're talking about this year. Xander. If they played last year, I... Guess what? Can I tell you something? What? I don't even have to whisper it. <laughs> this is Tiger Woods Invitational. It's like Memorial in Prestige, and it's above Bay Hill in Prestige for Arnie. It's, it's going to be like this forever and ever and ever now. It's his tournament. When Tiger invites you... You say yes when you can win a tournament and Tiger's the presenting you your trophy. You say yes. Is it weird that Tiger, this is his event and this is like his worst course like in history of his career? It's LA. I don't know. It's the same reason they think Brady's coming to the Chargers. I, like, uh, God forbid, kill me. Better not. The purse, the field gets trimmed from 144 to 120 this year. And the purse goes from 7.4 million to 9.3 million. 
and the exemptions that you get for invitationals are much larger as well. Can I tell you something? You can go nuts. Fleetwood played it last year. Okay. I'm just telling you, man. These guys. I don't care who played last year. We're talking about who's playing this year. They'll all be there. I'm telling you, Tiger sent them an invitation. You don't turn down, you don't RSVP no to something in the mail from Tiger Woods. You, you don't know who he invited and who he didn't. It was his tournament last year. Great. Here we go. Genesis Field, PGA Tour. I bet you answer's coming too. Let's bet him. I know, it's a little long for a guy Does, like Doesn't that, Tiger right? hate him now? Yeah, but isn't he selling vodka based on Tiger hating him or something? Oh, is he? I don't no. know. The PGA has a page for the field, but it is not published yet. So that's fun. No, look, it's, it seemed like no one missed the cut there either. One of the best HD courses. Riviera? Yeah. Like to see it, like if, if you have like 4K or even 8K at this point, I don't know if they're broadcasting in 8K, but it'll be one of the more beautiful looking ones with like those weird like dead trees on the course. Looks top notch. And it has my favorite hole, number 10. You knew who's not playing this week? Who? Sung JM. Yeah, well, why? <laughs> why is he not playing? It's, it's... Someone joked, I think, like Josh Perry, like, sure, there's something, like, it's probably going to pop up, we're going to see in some Asian tour field. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me, like, th- and this is a... Or the Australian something, there's something. But this is a, this is a perfect event. course for him, too. I know. Really strange. Maybe he wasn't invited. Maybe no, there was no Am who wanted to play with poor Sung Jae. I doubt it. All right, I've bored you long enough. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. My cheat sheet will be released on Wednesday. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at gfeinberg17. Fantasynational.com slash PME gets you 20% off. I told you about the draws and the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. Link is in the description. Three max entry, $15 to play, no rake, a bunch of money, $5,000. Oh, you got more to say? I will bet you anything. Every member of Team USA, President's Cup, Team Golf, like, shows up to this thing. Sorry. Next week. Probably wasn't worth it. It it wasn't worth it. It it definitely wasn't worth it, because now we need to go back to the one on me. So when I bring my name key up at the end, that I actually have time for it to stay up a little bit. Sorry. Thanks. Wasn't worth it. I gotta kill some time so we can have the name key continue to be up here for a little bit. Appreciate it. Like that a lot. It's fun for me. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Good luck this week. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo experience! Experience!